Ladybirds! Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Ganal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Did you know the average American use 1.6 drawers daily? And based on this average, each person in the US will use approximately 38,000 straws between the age of 5 and 65. So our guest today is an entrepreneur, founder and chief executive at Freedom Pizza, a UAE-based natural carry-out and delivery pizza chain. Freedom Pizza boasts with over 250 employees, as well as an airline and box cinema package product division. He's also an investor and operating partner for Wild Pizza and Gourmet Shwarma. Crazy birds, without any further ado, I would like to welcome Ian Ohan. Ian, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Ian, how did your journey with the food and beverage industry start? Well, I guess um, I actually have a hospitality degree by background, and but I, uh, I wasn't really involved in the hospitality business uh, over the last sort of uh, well, the 15 years prior to me uh, re-entering the business. Um, so uh, I sold a previous business um, in Dubai in October of 2006, and I had to stay with that company until 2009. And then when I decided to leave, that company, um, the acquiring company, I uh, decided I wanted to get back into food and beverage um, in Dubai, and that's what I did. I got back into the pizza business, or into the pizza business for the first time. So in the U.S., approximately 3 billion pizzas are sold annually. There is this whole stigma around pizzas being very like a fast and unhealthy food. However, this is not the case with Freedom, as you and your team go above and beyond to source only the best ingredients. Why was this so important for you? Well, I think um, actually when I, when I started the business, um, I had, my daughter was born, my first child, and now I have three. It, uh, it felt like there's an opportunity to, um, to, to still provide people with the convenience um, and, you know, and the great taste that they're looking for, but just to do it in a more thoughtful way. You know, I, I, we felt that there was some, you know, a, a lot of green space in that area. And, it, and it's also, just frankly, something we feel good about. I don't think, you know, for us, it's, it's you know, of course, like every business, we, 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 you know, we have a profit motive, but we also have a, a motive to do things in a, in a way that's different, um, in a way that makes us feel good about um, the products that we're serving and, and to our customers. Being based in the UAE, a lot of our fresh produce is sourced from other countries. But you have been able to source a lot of your fresh produce locally. How easy was it for you guys to actually find a farm that would be able to keep up with the freedom demand? So um, the answer is it's not a logical conclusion. So almost almost all of our produce for our pizzas and salads um, comes from Greenheart Organic Farms um, in the UAE itself. And um, it took a while uh, to, to organize that in, in the sense that it took us a while to practice. And we were lucky that the owner of uh, Greenheart, Elena, uh, and myself both kind of agreed that we'd give it a try. And we knew it wasn't going to be easy. And so we've really gotten it down over, it took us about a year to sort of get a, a pattern in place. But basically, 
we we put in place um, a three month growth schedule because that's about the average time it takes to, to raise a crop for us. Um, so we predict you know we predict at least three months in advance what our requirements will be from the farm and um, and it all grows to that and uh, and it's worked out quite well. I mean, it's 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 more difficult than obviously than buying from a supplier that you can they can deliver to you on a daily basis um, you know uh, on demand. But it's uh, we cut out the middleman. We get products that we're very proud to to serve on our menu. Um, it's much healthier. Um, it's marginally more expensive than buying, uh, you know, from the regular market. But we think it's worth it, and, uh, and our, I think our customers enjoy the uh, the outcome of it. Yes, definitely. I mean, I have previously visited Greenheart and, you know, their, their farms, it's it's just amazing to see that they're doing that in the desert. And, you know, you can just walk through the produce and actually just pull out a spinach leaf and eat it. You don't have to even rinse it off. And that is just amazing to see that you guys implement that in your food, which is great. Yeah, it's been fun. It's a few months back you joined the stop sucking campaign and you were one of the first outlets in the uae to ditch the single-use plastic straw would you mind sharing a little bit about this sure i think i mean i think we were actually the first to do it and um we um we, you know, as a delivery business, what we realized was that um, we were putting out a lot of plastic into uh, into the market, and you know what we deemed to be unnecessarily. Um, you know, if you think about it, most most of our food is consumed in people's homes where they have cutlery and and, uh, and straws, or or if they even require straws. Um, and so uh, it, it it was sort of more. It, born more out of a realization um, that it's what we were doing was completely unnecessary and extraordinarily harmful. And, you know, I, I saw things like the, um, the the Don't Suck campaign, um, which is Lonely Well out of uh, the States, which is Adrian Grenier's um, initiative. It was, uh, it, it just made a lot of sense to us. And when I calculated that in 2017, we put out 500,000 straws and, and plastic cutlery packs, you know, I would argue, you know, I guess that 98% of those ended up in landfill, probably were unnecessary. Uh, it made perfect sense for us to, uh, you know, to make a change. And, and as we made this change, we challenged our industry peers to do the same because, you know, it, you know, it took us some time to come to this realization. It was just more of an awareness issue. And we thought, well, it's one thing for us to get rid of 500,000, you know, uh, cutlery packs, you know, from the market. But what if our, our industry peers did the same, you know, then we could have, we could have real impact. And, and so the campaign that we developed was um, very well received by our customers and it's so well received that um, I think now about 25 or 30 companies have followed suit. So uh, we feel very good about that. Yeah, exactly. And to think about it, you know, you, you only use uh, pla- uh, plastic single-use straws. It's used for about 12 minutes and it's, it's going to be on on this planet till it breaks down and then it's microplastics and then it's still going to be around so yeah and on on that note as well with with these plastic straws so this week we received some amazing news as well that starbucks is um, going to phase out their straws by 2020 so i definitely feel that this movement it is something that's happening and i can feel you know um just by watching social media how everyone is singing starbucks praises so i feel people that is in the food and beverage industry they probably look at this now and say like oh okay maybe i should do it as well because 
look at all this feedback they're getting it's all positive no one is saying like oh how am i gonna drink my frappuccino now you know i'm not gonna um buy from starbucks anymore because they're not gonna give me a straw so i think overall everything seems to be very positive at this stage I think so, yeah, and, and Starbucks was actually one of the big offenders you know, until recently, and so I think they themselves succumbed to the pressure of, uh, of, of uh, uh, you know, uh, groups that are uh, following this activity, and um, and it, you just it, it's it's just frankly the right thing to do, um, and I think Starbucks doing that is a big endorsement of the movement. Exactly, Ian. You guys do a lot of um, deliveries of the pizzas. So each petrol-powered delivery bike produces about 10 kilograms of CO2 every single day. But you guys have partnered with Solva, which is a UAE clean energy startup company. How did that initiative start for the delivery service? So it's uh, something we've been looking at for a long time now. And we're um, gearing up to enter into the UK market. And what we've decided in the UK well before our uh, discussions with Solva was to make almost you know almost exclusively use uh, electric bicycles and electric vehicles um, for delivery and electric bicycles in particular we feel that the technology and the cost have reached a nexus whereby it's actually not only the right thing to do for the environment but it's also a, a financially viable um, you know an economical way to, to to undertake our business so so we've been looking at it for a long time electric motorbikes are still not there yet in our estimation in terms of um, the cost and benefit relationship so uh, we're working to our subsidiary of Mazdar or invested in by Mazdar um, and uh, when we found out what they were doing we um, we, we did work together with Solver closely and we've, and we've been testing um, some of the vehicles that they've been bringing in and also advising them on um, the economics that you know make it work for our industry because it's it's one thing to have it on a subsidized basis but in order for it to be make real change it has to make economic sense so so our feedback so far is that if we haven't reached that point with electric motorbikes um, I believe we're there uh, uh, you know, we're, we're where we need to be on electric bicycles but electric bicycles aren't that um, suitable for the UAE market in particular. So we are uh, looking for those longer term solutions and um, you know, through our discussions with Solva and Mazda, we're hoping that the UAE government, um, you know, they're obviously incentivizing the, you know, all industries to uh, move to electric and, you know, across the board, uh, whether it's solar, um, uh, electric vehicles. We're, we're keen to, uh, to see them do a little bit more um, to help us uh, demonstrate the viability of uh, these vehicles. That sounds amazing. And I'm sure, you know, in the future, we'll be able to see more of this. And again, once again, Freedom Pizza is leading the way with um, these initiatives, which is amazing. And also with your delivery team, you've got, I've seen, you've got the I, I ride for my family with all of this on, on the helmets, you know, like I am a son, I'm a father. Why was that important for you guys as a company to endorse or to enhance, you know, this delivery experiences to to basically put their lives above a delivery? I'm a biker myself, so I have a, a lot of empathy <laughs> for our delivery drivers. And the, uh, you know, I, I love, you know, I'm a, I'm a uh, ardent uh, motorbike uh, uh, rider and I ride all over the place and I ride to work daily. So I understand the uh, the dangers of, uh, you know, the inherent dangers of the activity. Um, I think most of our, our riders are like me. They genuinely enjoy riding. You know, they wouldn't do it otherwise. Um, but, but, you know, there's, it, it's inherently a dangerous activity. Um, 
the delivery company, you know, we wanted to make sure that our driver, we were doing everything possible to make sure our drivers were safe. So that included, um, our, you know, we did, a, we actually developed a full uh, safety um, uh, training program, and all of our drivers have been certified by it um, with a third party called Ride Safety AE. Um, so we helped them develop the program, you know, with our team, and they certified all of our drivers. And um, we uh, we imported, uh, you know, high spec gear, including USC approved armor, just, you know, uh, custom uniforms made. Uh, basically, so so basically, we we basically kitted them out with equipment that makes them a heck of a lot safer. Um, and it's mandatory in our company if they don't want to wear that equipment, which surprisingly some people don't. Um, they can go work swells. Um, and uh, we upgraded all the vehicles and made sure that they were all being maintained properly and safe. And, um, and so we, we did all these things to make sure our drivers were safe, as we should. It's a responsibility that we, we share. And but what we also wanted to do, what we noticed is on the road, is that there's people that don't. You know that, that sort of flout the the safety of our own drivers. <laughs> mm. So we wanted to develop a campaign that made them, you know, the general public more aware about um, the activity and that they need to give our drivers space and they need to be conscious of them on the road because they have people who depend on them at home for for what they do. You know, and um, and we had a yeah, we, and, and Sachi and Sachi uh, developed a video for us doing for us in the campaign. Um, and uh, again, it's just that this is the business we're in. We have a moral and ethical, uh, you know, I would argue, even a legal responsibility to take care of our team. Um, you know, that's the business we're in. We have uh, 170 delivery drivers on the road. We'll have 200 by the end of this year. We want to make sure that uh, we're being responsible and that they're safe and that their loved ones and their, <laughs> and their families uh, know that they're being well taken care of. Oh, that's a wonderful initiative and yeah because like here in the uae there is so many delivery bikes that you see constantly and so you guys encourage people because there's all all sorts of other delivery services as well that people can use here so you guys would um prefer people to order directly from you why why is that so important for you and not to use the other delivery services well, putting aside the ridiculous fees that they charge <laughs> for the service um, that are bankrupting a lot of our competitors, um, the uh, you know we want to control the delivery experience. You know we want to you know our uh, you know our drivers are in a lot of ways the uh, you know it's one of the major it's a prime touch point with our brand and our. Um, uh, you know, to our customers, and so it's very important for us that uh, our professionally trained drivers deliver our product to our customers, and they're our customers. Uh, we're not keen to give their data to uh, other other companies, you know, so the third-party delivery companies, things like that. Um, you know, it's, it, it, one of the challenges, if you look at sort of, uh, you know, the security, I mean, these third-party delivery companies are taking people's data, and I don't even think they realize this, and they're distributing it to every restaurant that a customer orders from. But, you know, so the question is, what, what sort of um, security policy do they have, you know, about, you know, the confidentiality policy, you know, do these restaurants have um, with that data? And, you know, for me personally, uh, as a consumer, I don't want my data being, you know, spread across, <laughs> you know, the country, you know, um, without my good consent. And, uh, and, and I don't know what those restaurants, what their confidentiality, you know, rules are, um, or policies are, if any. And so, um, so for us, we, we, you know, we're, you know, the, the security and the confidentiality of our customers' data is extraordinarily important as well. 
Well, that is something definitely I'm going to take into account next time I order my beatnik pizza from you guys. Yeah, you need to be sure that as your data safer medicine. I'm sure. I'm, I'm now. I feel more comfortable. Definitely, I'm. I'm doing that as well. What has been one of your most important decisions that you have made around Mama Earth? I think that the most. You know, I, I think there's sort of two to date, but I think the one that sort of marks our, our journey, our environmental journey, is really the Don't Suck campaign. Um, because it's it's you know that the realization you know, it, it, it's, it's it's an obvious one in hindsight, but in, you know we weren't the only ones that missed it. But it's created sort of a momentum within our company um, to really challenge the way we do things, and you know you know look at alternatives and, and don't just assume that what we've been doing as an industry for decades you know is the right thing. So I think it's sort of a pivot point in our company. Um, you know we're, we've always been a thoughtful company, and we want to do things the right way. And we want to do the right things, but the, that I think was a real pivot point in our company where we really started to challenge. You know, there's a lot more coming and a lot more things that we're working on um, that can make us a better company um, and, and less damaging to the environment. For me, that is definitely definitely something that I think you know sets you apart. Well, above all the other stuff that you guys are doing. So, Ian, we're gonna move into our final five. So it's just quick answer for five questions that I'm going to ask you. So the first one is, what is one social media account that you follow? <laughs> well, okay, I, I follow. I love you well. I'm a big fan of Okay, great. Yeah, Adrian and his team. And the second one is, what is your hope for Mama Earth going forward? I think uh, that everyone, uh, everyone becomes a little bit more thoughtful and makes the little change in their life that collectively makes a big change. And the third one is, what advice can you give our crazy birds this week to help out Mama Earth? Uh, again, I think it's just to be more thoughtful, you know, to challenge the things that you do and the way that you do it. And when you become aware of ways to make change, to, uh, you know, to insist that companies that you deal with, uh, uh, you know, and make them aware of it so they can make a change. And number four is, what is one sustainability fact that you would like to use in a room with people that is not yet on a sustainable journey? I, I think the fact that... Yeah, I think we, we put out 500,000 uh, cutlery packs, plastic cutlery packs, and straws in 2017, and we're a smart company. That is quite shocking, you know, to, to realize that is the statistics with, with your company. And um, the last one is, where can people find you and Freedom Pizza on what social social platforms? Or, yeah, where can they find you? So, um... We're on all uh, platforms. We're um, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Freedom uh, Freedom Delivers, and on Facebook we're at, at uh, Freedom Pizza UAE, um, and uh, Instagram is also at Freedom Delivers. So uh, yeah, so look us up and online. Um, you know, most of our orders come in through our proprietary online site at www.freedompizza.ae. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ian. It's it's clear after talking to you that Freedom Pizza does not only spend a lot of time finding the best ingredients, but they also take great care and make amazing choices for our Mama Earth. And for that, I thank you and your wonderful team for doing what you're doing. Well, thank you very much for including us and uh, wish you all the best on the podcast. It's exciting and, uh, and part, of, part of this movement of change. 
And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday with a bonus Top Tip Thursday every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.